Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Pilot Wings for the Super Nintendo. Cartridge Commandos. We are sorry about the audio quality of this podcast. Apparently the fan on our laptop decided to go insane, so it can get a little loud at points, and hopefully it doesn't drive you too crazy. Pilot Wings was developed by Nintendo's EAD team and published by the Big N themselves in Japan in December of 1990, one month after their launch of the Super Famicom. Wow. It was then released in North America in 1991 as a launch title. I remember it being one of the first. Agreed. And I hate to say it, but I could not find reliable date information for European release. Mm -hmm. But I'm guessing it came out with or soon after the Super Nintendo there. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the lag was as high for the Super Nintendo. Am I right in that? No, I think they really tried to keep things day and date more just because that's more money coming in quicker. Yeah, makes sense. Now, as you may remember, uh, EAD team at Nintendo, they uh, made the Super Mario World Mm. and F-Zero. Sure, yeah, yeah. Or you may not remember because we haven't covered those games yet. Well, they're coming. And uh, But they did this with uh, this game all in that first wave. Right, right. So they were working on these games like almost simultaneously. Cool, cool. But uh, most importantly, the music of this game was composed by Soyo Ako. Okay. And you may remember her uh, work for the big N. Also on the wonderful soundtrack to SimCity. I thought so. It has a very similar sound to it. Good stuff. Yeah, and also the first Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, popular in my house, uh, Wario Woods as well. Oh, okay. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Pilot Wings? Well, Eric, it's a flight sim, pretty much, uh, slash tech demo, I guess you could say. Yeah, and since this is a flying sim, there's actually a, a couple different vehicles you can get into, and they each have their own unique control scheme. Yeah, you kind of work your way through five different vehicles, I guess, mm-hmm. and they're, they're all kind of mini-games-ish. Yeah, and we'll discuss those here in just a second, but first let's talk about the things that are constant between those, and that is like your little information screen. Yeah, yeah. Well, in most of the games, you're going to have access to a radar. Right, yeah. That's in the top left, and it's uh, it does what a radar does. shows you where your objectives are, so if they're not right in front of your view, you do know which way to turn to find them, basically. Yeah, and it's, I mean, the areas that we're exploring with these vehicles are pretty small anyways, so it's not the most, I mean, I'm glad it's there, I guess. You can get turned around a little. Well, it's only super useful for, like, the helicopter missions. That's what I figured, yeah, yeah. Uh, next to that, you have your angle or a rotation number. Mm-hmm. So for planes and whatnot, it shows you your angle set to the horizon. Right, right. And that's super useful for when you're landing or <sighs> that kind of stuff. Or trying. Or taking off. <laughs> then in the middle, you have your altitude in number of feet. Uh, you know, also used for landing, specifically uh, when you're using the rocket belt or the plane, I think, more than right. the helicopter. 
And you also get a little indicator when you're getting close to the ground in the bottom right that kind of shows when, you know, your rate of descent and, you know, a little meter that lets you lets you know where you're at. Or if you're in the danger zone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then next to that, we have your speedometer, which tells you, you know, your miles per hour. Right, as, as they do. And your final stat up there is your time and or fuel bar. Right, right. Because you do get a bonus uh, for doing these things in a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, is a little bit of a challenge sometimes. But And then with the rocket belt, you have a specific amount of fuel to use during that portion. Right. And those are the things that carry over between each of the various uh, challenges. Because this game is separated into stages, and each stage to get another rank in your license, you must complete these challenges. Yeah, they're not always all five of the vehicle. You know, you, you'll get kind of, it's not random, but a certain assortment of different difficulties and such. And in each course you have to get a certain number of points those points are then totaled and if you've achieved the correct number of points you can rank up and move to the next level right right and the first vehicle most people will jump into is the light plane yeah this is a biplane mm -hmm. so it's a pretty chill vehicle yeah in, in its fashion you know it's the standard flight controls where forward is nose down back is nose up right left right. and right are normal and then you just have a speed up and a speed down yeah a and b I found this to be one of the better to control vehicles. Yeah, it's not too bad. And there's a bit of wind like pull yes. to these things, which is a little difficult, but it's also kind of realistic, I guess. So I don't know. It gets know. worse in certain levels. That's like even the challenge of some of them. Well, yeah, I know in the, the latter half of the mm -hmm. challenges is when they really start putting in the weather, etc., to mess with you. So it gets tough. But I found this one pretty doable. I, I was able to complete all of the challenges that I needed to with this one. No sweat once I got the control scheme down for the plane and a feel for its, uh, you know, it's it's speed up, speed down. Yeah. The hardest part is, of course, landing the plane. Yes. And But this is this is definitely not a top gun no, no. level of hard landing. No, no, it's and not that bad. Once you get used to it and you give a method, it becomes pretty easy, I found. Yeah, it's it's doable, definitely. My main method was to always just get as low as possible and straighten out. Mm -hmm. So I'm like just 30, 40, 50 feet over the runway. Right, right. As I really approach it uh -huh. and then come in, boom, slowly. Because I, I had so much trouble with it early on. And after that, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about my time bonuses. It's more important to land and not die. Yeah, and have to do it all over. Yep. Yeah, it's it's kind of deceptive because the runways are so long and you don't need nearly that. You know, I, like it seems weird to where I would mess up by trying to start my landing right at the edge of it because yeah. you might think you're going to need it all, but you don't. No. Uh, following that, we have the skydiving portions and your vehicle, and that is your body. Yeah, you are. I mean, I'm assuming it's a helicopter or something. It, you know, it shows you on a ladder, a rope ladder, and you're mm -hmm. being pulled up to whatever elevation and then dropped off and you and you can skip that animation if you want i did not know that oh yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you probably want to because eventually uh, you're going to go very high it takes a while it does yeah so um once you're at the top though then you release and you can uh lean forward lean back which is kind of your slowdown or your flare mm -hmm. and then of course rotate left and right 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 you don't turn and then uh that's it besides the a button to open your parachute once you get to a certain altitude. Yeah, and you can kind of angle yourself, too, to steer a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. and through. Because you're diving through these rings and of orbs. And I found most of the time, though, that you really don't want to move much. You just need to, like, line yourself up at the right angle at the beginning. Especially, I mean, I know in the first ones, they're pretty, all of the rings are pretty well in line. So mm -hmm. it's it's up to you to mess it up. 
Pretty much. The hardest part, of course, is landing once you have popped that parachute open. Yeah. I mean, you do get the ability to do a flare Mm -hmm. by pressing B, which I didn't seem to be able to use very effectively. You kind of have to tap it, I I found. I found, like, landing, you know, because you have specific targets in each area and, you know, various sizes and location. But after a certain point, I just try to do a really broad spiral in. Yes. So that you can, like, land right on it because it is a little tough to gauge how close the ground is, you know, visually. I agree. And when you land, you, you know. If you're just coming in at a straight clip, I almost can never figure out where exactly I'm going to touch down at. Yeah, yeah. It's totally impossible. So I do the same thing where I just get a tighter and tighter circle until I'm basically hopefully coming in on that main patch. Right, right. I literally can't imagine uh, landing on any of the moving platforms, which we'll get to in a minute. Oof, no, yeah. But again, this to me was the second easiest form of landing, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll save the easiest form of landing for our next vehicle, and that is the classic James Bond rocket belt. Yeah, this is uh, probably my favorite of the vehicles. It's, Same here, entirely. It makes uh, the controls are more intuitive, I think. Like, you know what you can do pretty easily where you play. And it's like more of a game. Yeah, yeah. And what you do is uh, you can, you've can you got a button for your fast jets and a button for your slow jets. Mm-hmm. And you either hold or tap those to hover, to fly around. And if you press forward or backwards, you can lean the jets forward or backwards to push you in that direction. Yeah, yeah. And they take a, a moment to adjust the angle, though. Mm-hmm. It's not instantaneous. Right, right. And then left or right uh, moves you rotationally left and right. Right. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. I found it was it was my favorite of the events. It was mine as well, just because it was so much easier. Right, right. I had like almost total control. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if I ever died landing this vehicle. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Now that you mention it, because you go into slow jet mode and you can really very fine tunely tap or adjust the amount of distance you're coming down. I mean, I, I can see maybe later on in the game, less fuel might make it harder. I'm mm-hmm. not sure, but. And in the first half, you really don't have to pay attention to that fuel gauge at all. Right, right. I know I didn't. My one gripe about this uh, mode is that you are so small that sometimes certain objectives are very hard to accomplish because you have to be almost like pixel perfect going through the ring or the bar. Right, right. This one, too, for landing, you have that, what is it, L and R that'll switch you to the overhead view. I never use that. It can be a little helpful towards the end. I, I mean, it's not necessarily important mm-hmm. i guess but it, it's helpful in a certain way it can be and then next up we have my most hated of all of the <laughs> the worst of the vehicles. worst man That's and that would be the hang glider yeah um it's the taste of the awful i hate this thing the hate glider that's what i call it at no point did i ever really know what i was doing with it no yeah it's and it's it's so hard to land it's it like it takes the worst parts of the plane and the skydive and combines them and multiplies them, I feel like. Yeah, because when you're in the hang glider, you cannot go back up. You can level out a little bit by pulling back. Yeah. And uh, there are air currents, you'll see. Yeah, they look like from the ground. white kind of bubbles, mm-hmm. thermals. And they are supposed to lift you in the air. But I also had a very hard time dealing with those. Well, and you'll see them coming and you're aiming at them and... I mean, you have to get, it's like they don't affect you until you've actually passed completely through it. Like, I'll see these bubbles getting closer, and I'm not going up, and then you do a kind of dive, and then rise, and then it's try to aim yourself at this target as you descend, and it's, it's pretty tough. Yeah, you do have a button that lets you flare, so you can slow down a little bit. Yeah, once again, didn't seem to help as much. No. I don't know. And it's also supposed to be used for quick turns. 
But if you're having to turn quickly in this vehicle, oh, man. You've already lost. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> um, and I also had a really hard time landing this one as well. Yeah, same here. Much harder than the plane. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't control, I can't like fix things as easily or quickly. Yeah, you have to do, it. kind of like with the skydive where it's like, all right, I'm going to start this spiral and hope that when I get to the ground, I'll be where I need to be because, eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely my least favorite of any of the challenges. And the one, and the thing that really made me repeat things more than I wanted to. Yeah, agree that. And then finally, we have the special vehicle. And, uh, you know, I, I may have to redo my ranking because this is a pretty easy one to land as well. Yeah, yeah. And it is the helicopter. Yeah, you get the, the helicopter as part of two secret missions, kind of. Where, one halfway through the game and one at the very end. Yeah, where they're, you're, it's kind of like a overhead chop lifter in a way where you, you yeah. have to go get a someone or some people and get them out uh and it looks really cool because it's all overhead and it makes really good use of scaling that uh ground with the mode 7 graphics yeah it's and you have missiles you can shoot at turrets that fire at you and i'm really surprised that this was not ever used again in like a standalone game yeah i i mean it's the best part of this game so i wish there was more of it here or you know you could really with this as a starting place for mm-hmm. a game, you know, you could you could develop it a little bit and make something uh, really cool, I think. And when you're in the helicopter, you have your buttons for speed up and speed down. And speeding up also raises your altitude. Okay. And then you have left and right, which is a rotate. And then nose up, nose down to kind of uh, hover forward and backwards. Yeah, and you have a little targeting crosshair that you can use to aim your missiles. Which you fire with the L and R button. Which is a little weird, but get used to that pretty quick. The nice part is you have unlimited missiles. Yeah. And they're really quick. Yeah, yeah. It's just the only real complaint I have about it is it is a one-hit kill. So any of these turrets, you know, you have to approach them cautiously because you don't want too many on screen at once. Yeah, because when I said this might be the easiest one to land, that's if you get to the landing. Yeah. Because they only shoot in bursts of three. Right, right. And then some of them are hidden in yep. the forest. You won't see them until they start shooting. And they have really good aim. Yeah, unlike like you. Have, you. <laughs> you have to, like, really – yeah, you have – it basically one chance to shoot them before they get two shots on you. I feel, you know, the the helicopter mission that I was playing, you really have to kind of play it once and fail so you know where the turrets are so you can approach from the right angle to where you can shoot them down before they get a chance to really open up on you. That is definitely the only way to do it. But landing this thing, you just slow down. Yeah. I mean, it's a helicopter, so you would imagine, it seems like it should be easier. Yeah. And then uh, someone, you know, Climbs into your vehicle. It looks cool. The yeah, little yeah. guy waves another guy out. He rides in, <laughs> climbs in. You take off, and then that's it. That's the nice part. You don't have to return to base. Yeah, so get out. Cut out early. But that is actually not it for the various vehicles that you use in this game. Because if you have some sort of godlike focus, <laughs> there are in the rocket belt and the parachuting levels, yep. there are moving platforms next to the normal landing platform. And if you can land on those, you get to go to a mini game. Now, I did manage to make it once Okay. for the rocket belt. Okay. There's no way I will ever be able to do it for the uh, parachute. And when I watched a playthrough of that, I mean, they were aiming at nothing until the very last second. Yeah. yeah I, and then the, the platform just appears underneath them. And I'm like, that's, I don't yeah, have that level I, of skill. I, uh, I, hadn't, uh, I didn't discover these until after I had completed my playthrough and they seemed like something I, I was I knew I would not get there without extensive cheating so I figured meh the bonus game for the parachuting portion is a high dive and did you watch a video of these at least is this the penguin yes dive okay yeah so you are a penguin on a high dive 
and you can dive into a big pool of water, but there's like boards or squares blocking you from various sides. Kind of got to target you. And you can do this by skydiving onto the moving platform in that yeah. level. So any mm. of the levels that have it. It's tough. And uh, there's also a bonus little pool that is far off to the edge that you just have to commit to an angle dive for the entirety and you'll barely get to it. Oh, oh wow. Okay. But anyway, more points is better because that way, you know, it, it raises a total point value for that license. Right, right. That's the one I'll never see. I did see the other one, which is the bonus for the rocket belt stage. Sadly, it is really hard to do. Is this the bird man one? Yeah, you're like a guy with bird arms or wing arms. Pretty cool. And you have two different views. So it starts out like sideways and behind, and then you jump, fly onto like a like a trampoline or something. Okay. And then you flap your way down onto P blocks, oh, trying to bounce okay. you further and further down the line. Crazy. Sounds um, hard. It was. And I did not, I did not, I got some bonus points, but I did not get close to the end of it for the, right. the maximum bonus points. Uh, and then there is actually a third one for the hang glider, which I guess that would be like the most Herculean task. Yeah, I, that's a, uh, they're teasing you at this point, I think. And that's a, a bird flying minigame where you're a bird and you have to fly through. Right, right. These uh, different checkpoints. It's, oof, it's tough stuff, man. But that wraps it up for our vehicles or modes in this, uh, flight modes in this game. But there are a few other things to talk about here, uh, yeah. such as the fact that you complete one and then you move on to the next one, or you can retry it. Yeah, yeah. But if you retry, you're retrying all of three, yeah, or however many there were. So that's that's kind of rough. If you know, if you're only missing a few points from one of your vehicles in this level, mm -hmm. then you got to do it all over. And I do remember that from my youth is you always wanted to do the hardest one first. Yeah, so if you bunk it up, you don't have to redo stuff. Exactly. Uh, there are passwords. So once you get that license, you're given a license number. And I think that's a nice system there. Yeah. That license number is now your password for going to the next level, I think. Right, right. Yeah, because this all takes place in like the, the flight club. Yes. So you have four different uh, instructors that, I mean, they don't really give you hints, but they're there. It's But it's they a... have great artwork and animations. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite parts of this game. I, I like them. Yeah, they're uh, they're all right, you know, for, for what they are, you know. Well, Nick, this is a Nintendo game with some very unique controls across many different vehicles. So I'm hoping it has a at least a decent manual to explain these. Right. Um, it does. Um, this bad boy is a 22-pager. The Av. It's color. Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, uh, you got screenshots in there and... No artwork, but you do have a bunch of kind of diagrams explaining certain okay. things, like your flares and different things that, I mean, I guess that's good, but they seemed a little deceptive. It makes it sound a lot easier than it mm. really, it was for me. Now, one thing that we didn't mention that is nice is that you actually have the option to look at the controls before any of the vehicles are used. Yeah, that's true. It does give you a little saying. You can see that and these different scoring Mm -hmm. requirements of that so you don't actually need to refer to this manual every time you get to a new vehicle or come back to one right yeah i mean because that's really the bulk of it is controls yeah. um you get some brief uh instructor like bios kind of oh, for the people i kind of wish i, I want to read those now yeah they're interesting because uh yeah like the one guy with the glasses big owl mm -hmm. they say like he's very stern but he's been known to break down into tears before so i really in my mind, I imagine if you really ace a level or something. Oh, you do. I saw it in the. Uh, in, oh in, yeah. In one of them. And, the, and he's 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 moved by your great flying, I guess. It but. is one of my favorite things in this game to see their reactions to how how you did. 
No, it's yeah, it's interesting too because you know Lance. They say he speaks multiple languages and may have served in the Air Force, but he's a mysterious guy. Oh, is he the one that gives you your uh, orders for the chopper mission? I think he's the blonde-haired okay, guy. No. Yeah, um, that's and, the older man. Yeah, and then Shirley, they describe her as a bit flirtatious, which I didn't really see, but I thought was kind of weird to even put in there at all. A little bit odd. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like a little more inside stories to the flight club. It's a mysterious school, apparently. I don't know. It's kind of strange, but it makes it sound like there's more to it than maybe I saw or actually is. Hmm. But And they close it all out with you get a scoreboard kind of thing that's like a membership card area where you put your your password and your time. Oh, that's awesome. It has a little slot for your picture. Oh, really? I don't know if you like glue a real picture of you up there. Like, it's kind of funny. Man, that's pretty I do like that a lot. And then there's three memo pages, baby. Oh, wow. On top of yeah. that final one. So you can do a little uh, writing of your own at the end. But Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a pretty decent manual, I think. So, Nick, what was your personal history with Pilot Wings? Well, I pretty sure I rented it in the early Super Nintendo days when there were only five games. Agreed. I, I know I did, too. Uh, like you said, there were not many games to play, buy, or rent. Yeah. So you rented. You went through that whole list before Christmas came around, I felt like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I I remember renting it, and I remember it being hard, but not too bad. Yeah, I, I don't remember it really either way. I, I feel vaguely like I wasn't into it, you know? Like, yeah. I don't remember, like, hating it or loving it, but it was just, eh, I guess it's better than nothing. Exactly. Which brings us to your more recent history with this game, Nick. Yes, um, I played this game a bit. Uh, I found it to be very hard. Did you beat this game? No. Uh, Neither did I. I um, did I, you cheat? Yes. Oh, yeah. I did too, and I still didn't beat this game. I, I cheated, and I actually gave up about halfway through. It was, I think, the fourth lesson group, mm-hmm. you know, where... I, I made it to the very first uh, helicopter stage. Yeah, okay, I made it to the one before that where okay. I was able to do all right, but that hang glider part of that level, I just gave up where I was like, I hate this so much, I'm yeah. not doing it anymore. And I, I, I super cheated on that one. Like, I would, I, I save stated in the middle of uh, parts of that, that hang glider. Ugh, it's rough, man. But And then I used, since all of these lesson groups have passwords available easily online, I just cheated and went to play the helicopter levels to see what they were like. Well, I've started playing it on Natural you know, uh, yeah, yeah. on my modded SNES Mini. Ooh. And I was, you know, playing on TV, so I wasn't using save, save states really. I was just, you know, trying to do my thing. But then by, like, the third license, I was like, uh, never mind. I need, to, I need to save in between each individual course. Yeah, it, well, it really got to the point. It was that hang glider that really broke me, man. Before, I'm, you know, these are tough, but not horrible, blah, blah, blah. But I hate, I hate that glider. So Agreed. After that, I knew I wasn't going to make it. Uh, and so, sadly, I also did not finish the game. I did go through and play um, some of the later Rocket Belt stages. Okay. I was like, I want to check these out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I did play the final uh, helicopter stage, but I did not beat it. Mm, okay. I did watch the ending, and that was about as far as I got. Right on. Well, here we are in the general chat portion of the show, and I'd like to start by saying that this game is somehow harder than I remembered it. Ugh. I I don't know, man. I, I I really can't decide if this game sucks or I just hate flight sims. Because I think a lot of my gripes might be something that someone who's into it would enjoy. 
Okay. Well, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, I like certain flying games, but they're not Sims, that's for sure. Right. I mean, I, I like more arcadey ones. Yeah. You know, Star Fox or Rogue yeah. Squad, things like that. You know, I, I like that you can actually see your vehicles because I'm not a big fan of first person simulating flying games because right. I, I don't know if I can fit through a, a gap or something. It, yeah. Even though you probably can, it just it drives me nuts. Mm hmm. And I feel the same way for racing games. I'd always want to see the thing I'm, yeah. I'm driving or flying. But in this game, I don't know. I, I guess maybe it was like Stockholm Syndrome of, like we said, you know, it was one of the first games to come out for Super Nintendo. And the graphics at the time were pretty mind-bending, you know, to see that kind of movement and scaling. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, aside from the small size of each area, you know, where mm -hmm. it's just that one square bitmap on the ground that yeah. you're really moving around. I mean, I think it looks pretty good. Definitely. And but most importantly, it's the music of this game that holds up for me. Oh yeah, it's, um, man! Like when you, as you mentioned earlier about uh, you know Sim City, these other games that all have that same kind of mellow vibe. Mm -hmm. You know, it's great. It kind of reminds me of the like the Wii Shop or yes. music and stuff. Like I, it's it's great stuff. I I love it. It's music that can be going on forever in the background and never bothering you. But when you do tune into it, it still has a nice little groove to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The other thing I loved about this game was the faces of the instructors. They were way more expressive than I was uh, remembering or you could even imagine. Yeah, it's they're they're they're, they're upset, they're astonished, <laughs> they're yeah. crying. Uh, when the lady is like so surprised, I got like a hundred percent once, and like her eyeballs are just tiny dots as, as she's <laughs> oh mouth like oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. Yeah, it's... I literally cracked up just from seeing that. <laughs> That's yeah, it's good stuff. Like as far as controls go. I feel like the plane controls, I think, are pretty good. You know, you don't have a ton of maneuverability because it's not an arcade game. Right. right. But it is something you can grasp and get good at. Yeah. I just there's like some quality to them that I feel like is probably just part and parcel with flight sims where there's that kind of lag that's not bad. It's just I mean, maybe it's more realistic to mm -hmm. the, the stuff that just I find a little frustrating. And I think a big problem is the fact that you're using a D-pad for this as well. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. You um, know. Perhaps if there was like a flight stick, maybe. But most importantly, it's like being able to have that analog movement, I think, really ups the ante for yeah. flight games. Yeah, it very well could. I just don't know. You know, like I said, this was a confusing game for me because I... Um, Spoilers, I didn't really like it, but I don't know if that's just because I don't, you know, I don't think it's the game's fault. I'm just not into what it's giving me, I guess. Yeah, and I can definitely see that. Um, it's just that I felt like the, the, the challenges really ramp up in a way that it's really, it, it's too hard too quickly. Yeah, they could have maybe with another four levels and then made the first four all way easier mm -hmm. or, you know, or even just soften up the point requirements you need to get through so that you can, you know, build up to a level of skill before they start hitting you with wind and stuff. Yeah. And then once you uh, get into those final levels, you know, and like I said, from checking them out with passwords, they are just brutal in like rain, wind, whatever. Like it's hard enough to control some of these things to begin with. But when th once those other variables are thrown in, things like the hang glider are just near impossible. When I, when I was looking for like tips on it and, you know, then I saw that, well, the next time, you know, after the first, the initial five lessons slash mission you get to when they, that's when they really start introducing the weather. And then my heart sunk. That's I knew I was like, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Now, I will say that I really did actually enjoy the rocket belt, like we said earlier. Yes, I love that. I love the way it looks. I like your little sprite and stuff. Like, if you could shoot with that, that's like a great game right there. Yeah, I feel like this, I'm like, you. Could, this is, there's a kernel here that you could plant that would grow some sort of sweet little Like Space game. Harrier type game. Yeah, yeah. 
and and it was so intuitive that you know when you get into some of the other vehicles it felt way off like it they were just a brick you're moving through the air yeah i i know what you mean and you know it's just i I wish there was a little more like flight itself wasn't enough of a pull for me you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like maybe maybe for some people are just happy to go out there and fly and chill that's fine but i want to blow something up or is something get away from something right and uh i think what you're looking for is like the uh sequels that i forgot to mention in the history section which there was one for n64 yeah and i think i that's one I vaguely I, I need to double check because I kind of feel like there was a point in time where I, I played that regularly at, a, at our friend's house mm-hmm. and uh, you know not seriously but I remember it having a good time so I, you know I, I maybe it's better I don't know and then most recently there was one for the 3ds uh, Pilot Wings Resort and it was like you were on an island and there was kind of a persistent gameplay across okay. the whole island based on what you did in the different vehicles you were in. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. You know because this game kind of reminds me of like Wii Sports mm-hmm. in a way where you have this like you got mini games that mm-hmm. you're kind of playing but there's also this thematic club atmosphere to it kind right. of thing I don't know um, but unlike Wii Sports these games are not that good to me to me sorry well here we are in the level by level portion of the show and while this game does have a total of what is it eight levels not yeah. ten levels yeah, well, there's there's eight lessons and two missions. Right. Secret missions. We are going to just briefly discuss the maps themselves. Because, and what vehicles are used in each mission. Sure, yeah. But there's no point in talking about, you know, oh, you got to go through 15 rings. You know, it's two rights yeah. and a left. And <laughs> that wouldn't really make much sense at all. But lesson one, you start out kind of, uh, the airfield is very simple. It's over some, it's just out in the desert maybe, or the dirt yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You have a very simple airfield and uh, a very simple landing pad for the parachuting. Yeah. And a lot of these, like, landing areas, I guess not here, but they'll have different areas that are smaller that are worth more points. Yeah, and this one does have a moving track on it for the bonus level, but it's not, and it's, it's, you're not in peril when you're trying to get to it, really. Right, right. And then what are the vehicles you use here? Uh, the first lesson, you will use the light plane and the skydive. Okay. And you can get up to 100 points on each of those, but you'll need 120 points before your instructor, Tony, will clear you for the second lesson. And what's cool is you do get, like, upgrades to your wings at certain points, too. You get the silver pilot wings. Yeah, I think because, you know, you get licenses for the, what, the first four, and mm-hmm. then after that you start getting, like, at the end, I think the final one is that your golden pilot wings or, or something to that effect. Yes. And this first this first lesson is just the, the two. Mm-hmm. So you clear through that, no problem, and then you're on to the second license. And your instructor here is the lady, Shirley. Shirley, yeah. And what do you have to uh, accomplish here? Um, here, you'll, the, you have three uh, vehicles now. It's the light plane, the skydive, and the introduction of the rocket belt. Yes. And what is that? How many points to move on? Um, well, it's 220 out of 300 points. Gotcha. Not, so, not but, hard. Yeah. Uh, what makes this level a little harder is that now there is the water is introduced in a major way. Mm-hmm. So water surrounds the landing pad for the skydive and I think the rocket belt. Yeah, and I mean, there are smaller areas outside the water you can land on, but they're worth less points. And there are two runways now. I don't know if you get more points for landing on the smaller runway, but I always just use the bigger one. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I You can use either. Normally, you know, especially with the plane when you're landing, you know, I'm just like 
I just want to land as soon as I can and get this right. done and over with. And sometimes it's frustrating if you have to like circle around and waste time trying to, you know, I don't know. And this is your standard grassy green out in the country airport. Yeah. Or if you can get your level two license, you'll get to go to the third map. And now you're on an island. Yeah. And here you're going to be piloting the the plane again, the mm-hmm. rocket belt. And this is the introduction of the awful hang glider. Yeah. And the runways are cross runways, but there are two to land on. What makes this one a lot harder is that your landing pads now for the uh, for the rocket belt are way out in the water. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So they are, you know, totally islands of their own. So be careful. Yeah, but it's doable with the belt, anyways. But this is the first time you get to meet Lance. That's your true. Blonde-haired kind of small Afro instructor. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a fairly good guy. Fine fellow, good-looking guy. But if you clear that third lesson, you get to move on to the fourth area, and that is like a floating platform. Maybe some sort of like, uh, looks like an oil derrick almost. Or a helicarrier or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But this one is tough because it you have all four vehicles here. You'll yes. Be, you'll be using your plane, rocket bell, hang glider, and skydiving. And you need 300 out of 400 points. And this is the first time Big Al is uh, introduced. Stern Big Al, yes, sir. But he's been known to cry. <laughs> he's got a soft side, don't we all? Don't we all? And... You know, this one's unique because while there is a lot of space, there is only one kind of small runway and then uh, another off-in-the-water landing pad. Yeah, that, which is pretty it's pretty small, too. It is. It's a plus, too, so it's not even a full square. Once you've completed that set of missions, you'll be given a new rank, and then you get a different-looking screen. The screen's red. That's right. It's danger time. And there's uh, something's gone on. And you're one of the only pilots qualified to help out. Will you help out? You're given the choice, yes or no. That's true. What if you say no? They call you a coward, and then you get to rechoose. <laughs> oh, sweet. And uh, so then you choose yes, and this is your first helicopter mission. Yeah, and here's something, an interesting little helicopter fact. The word helicopter is actually, it's a compound word, but it's not helicopter. It's helicopter. Really? For spiral. The pter means, like, wing. Uh-huh. And then Helico is like Helix. Hmm. I never knew that. I re- I re- interestingly enough, I read that recently and just thought I'd share it with all of our uh, loyal listeners. Well, thank you. Thank you very <laughs> much. So remember that in English class. Now, when you pilot this helicopter, you have to first get off the ground. But then it's really almost like just turning a direction and going that direction. Because <laughs> on your radar, there's a dot and you need to get to that dot. Yeah, and possibly the most intuitive controls of the game. I, yeah. You know, it's... Uh, I was able to pick it up pretty quick and have a little fun here. So Yeah, the yeah. hard part is just, you know, making sure you avoid and destroy those uh, turrets. Now, I think the turrets for the first third of the level or, you know, half or more, you can just fly over. Oh, if yeah. If you're going fast, you can okay. just buzz on by. It's the ones that surround the helipad in that whole area that you really have to slow down for and then right. pick off as you get closer. Well, the yeah, and the, the trick is that while you can move – I mean, I guess quickly, like, you're not dodging stuff. You have to plan it ahead of time, kind of. But, you know, the nice part is is you can just be laying down a nonstop barrage of missiles. Let them go, man. So, yes, there's very little chance of missing if you're on the right path for one of those uh, ground-based units. And like we said, you land, boom, you do a good job. That's when you'll get to see Big Al cry. Oh, good old, yeah. You you, you really touched him, man. Yeah, you saved the people. you You stepped up, and you did the right thing. Possibly after being called a coward. <laughs> and that is when you earn your silver pilot wings. Ooh, yeah. Now, once you've earned those, you get to move on to the fifth lesson. And this is at a snowfield. Yeah, this one um, 
similar to your first lesson, only has two vehicles, mm -hmm. which is the plane and the skydive. Yes. But this time you will need 140 points to make it through. And I think there's some heavy winds. Yeah, you're going to have to deal with the, this is the weather. The weather begins here. Yeah. And uh, Lance is your instructor here, so he'll wish you well Beam. and reward you once you have completed those. Then you move on to lesson six, and that is a uh, grassy airfield. There's two runways, but the landing zones for everything else are these tiny little islands yeah, in a lake. That's that's tough, man. It um, is. Because what are you doing here? Well, you're using the light plane, the skydive, and the rocket belts. Yeah. Now, luckily, the rocket belt is pretty pretty maneuverable, so hopefully you won't have the worst of times with this one. Now, is this the foggy level? I think it may be. I think, yeah. Um, And it's... It's 240 out of 300 points, so, you know, they're creeping up your grade requirements. Ah. Now, Lesson 7 is, uh, well, probably my favorite as far as looks are concerned. Oh, is that because of this sunset? It is. You're flying around a beautiful sunset, and they do a great <laughs> job. The background looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, the land itself is an island, and even the water reflects that it's not the brightness of day. That's right, yeah. Darkened up a bit. Looks looks good. You have another cross uh, of runways. Mm -hmm. So there are two options there. And then two island uh, landing platforms. Pretty small, too. Very small. And this time, um, Lance is back to, to walk you around the course. Yeah, and uh, you'll be using the plane, the rocket belt, and the horrible glider here. And what's weird is the hang glider landing spot is a weird spot. In this. Yeah. It's just like off- just on its own itself. little island. It's ostracized. It is. It should be. And this is uh, 240 points to pass here. And uh, you will deal with some winds here, I believe. So. Some heavy winds, which yeah. I'm sure is just a blast with that hang glider. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And then we have uh, your lesson eight, the final lesson. The final lesson. And this is a night fly. Yeah. Um, you're, you're back, though. It's the first time we've returned. Oh, yeah. This is the yeah same place as lesson four, right? Mm -hmm. Um. It's at nighttime. You get some wind. You'll be using all four vehicles here. Big Al's walking you through it. Big old Al. And uh, he's going to require 300 points to pass you. And once again, your hang glider goal is another weird spot. It's like on the, the helicopter pad. Man, I'd like to fly that hang glider into Big Al's face and teach him a lesson. Well, he'd probably make the same face he makes when he gives <laughs> you your next mission, which oh. the screens turn red. So you know your final final part of the game is going to be a helicopter mission. This is it. It is. You've got to rescue a captive. And oddly enough, though, it's pretty much the exact same as the other one. Right. Is you it fly like, over more like water in areas and some other stuff, but it's really almost indiscernible. It's is a there little any longer. Weather stuff going on here? I, probably. I mean, I didn't play that much of it because I was like, well, this is the same thing. Right, right. Uh, but if you do make it to the helicopter pad, pick up that captive prisoner, pick up that person, and take off. You are gifted your golden pilot wings. That's right. And you can mail a screenshot into Nintendo, and they'll give you $100. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> That'd be nice, though, right? Right. I would, I would have played through it for that. Or at least if they would send you a set of pilot wings. Yeah, that'd be some cool swag. Did you ever get a set of pilot wings when you were a kid? I don't think so. Uh, as an Air Force brat with divorced uh, parents, right, I right. flew back and forth across the country a lot uh, for holidays. So Delta was the best oh. because... They would offer, like, they'd be like, do you want to go talk to a pilot? Do you want to do a thing? No kidding. And uh, almost always I'd get a nice little set of golden plastic pilot wings. That's cool. Um, I got a Civil War bullet from an order in school once. Cool. Yeah, not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> once you have been gifted the golden pilot wings, though, the game's not entirely over because you've got some really great credits to watch. Oh, yeah. Because 
once you have gotten those wings, you have earned the respect of every man in the club. And Shirley. And Shirley. But the men are all standing there on either side of you as you walk down the line. Oh. An endless line of gentlemen saluting you. Oh, man. As the credits roll. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Till the very end, when you walk up to Big Al himself, he salutes you, and you salute him back. <laughs> and that's it. Fades to black with a nice the end. So now, is this? there's a certain point. Is it after you beat the final one? Like, the title screen goes to the sunset. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know when that happens. It does happen at some point. And then it says Pilot Wings Expert. Oh. I think that may be after the first helicopter mission. Maybe, yeah. But that is another great uh, sunset for this game. Fabulous sunset. But that is it for the levels of Pilot Wing. All right, it's time for the review portion of our show. And of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories, each category a possible score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. Um, I gave this a 3.5. Hey, that's what I gave it. Uh, the highlight of this game, of course, is the music. Agreed. Yeah. But the graphics are actually pretty good. They're sparse, but yeah. the Mode 7 really does the job for the scaling you need. It's really only falls apart when you get really close to the ground. Right, and even then, you know, kind of like when we played Super Mario Kart, it held up better than I expected, mm -hmm. in, you know, looking back. Oh, agreed, entirely. Now we have play control, and I gave that a 2.5. Uh, same here. Because certain things were really intuitive and easy, like the jetpack, or I'm sorry, rocket belt, <laughs> and the helicopter. Yeah, um... And again, the ones that weren't, I don't know if it's just because it's a flight sim. Right. You know, like, I, I, I felt kind of bad knocking it because I'm just not into that style of game. I think that the uh, hang glider, though, is. is just bad. I Yes, I agree with that. So that's why it does not get a higher score from <laughs> me. And then next up, we have Challenge Factor, Nick. Um, I went with 3.5. I went with 4.0. I, I could see it. Again, I'm, I was kind of didn't know how to rate certain things because i feel like if you're into this it might be easier yeah, i could go down to 3.5 because there are passwords right yeah and that certainly would help a lot and especially if you owned this game yeah but for me the hang glider portions i hate to keep saying hang glider but Ugh, i hate man, to playing it like yeah it just it just you know made it impossible for me to go on not fun and finally we have theme and fun nick okay well Personally, for my personal rating, I said 1.0, but I think I would probably go with actually a 2.5 because I think, it, again, if you're into it, it would probably be fun. It's it's not a poorly put together game or anything. Well, here's the thing. I did enjoy large portions of this game, but I still only gave it a 2.0 just yeah. because of the fact that there's just not much more there. I mean, there's yeah. not that much theme. That's true. Yeah. You get the levels look different a little bit, but you're really doing the exact same thing as over and over and over again and you're not really given a lot more to do you're not flying out over yeah. areas you're not doing anything really unique it's kind just of a rinse and repeat over and over again kind of a throwback to like early 80s arcade game you know where it's like you get your screen and it just gets harder as you beat it you yeah know? definitely it, it's that way you know like donkey kong has three screens this one has five pretty much and so we find ourselves at the last portion and last question of the show mm. and I ask, as I always do, Nick, should you play this game? Uh, I think 
I don't know. Um, I, maybe I'm gonna some save you. People, I'm gonna say no. I don't. I, I think most people shouldn't. But uh, again, if you're into flight sims, you might find something here that I didn't. I don't think so. I think if you're into flight sims, you're gonna find many other flight sims that you'll enjoy more than pilot wings. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like I said, I, I was really trying to be fair to this game because it, I don't think it was made for me necessarily, uh -huh. but I really didn't have a good time. Yeah, I mean, if you're real interested in it, watch a video. If you've got morbid curiosity and want to try it out, go for it. But uh, otherwise, I'm going to say you could probably pass on this one. Next week's game will be Marble Madness for the Nintendo Entertainment System, which we know there's one on every system ever made. <laughs> but we're playing specifically the Nintendo version. So find a copy of that game, grab your controller, and play along, friends. That's right. And if you love Pilot Wings and you want to rip us a new one about how mean we were, you can do so at cartridgecommand at gmail.com and we'll read those mean letters and cry. If you want to make it public, you can always yell at us on Facebook at Cartridge Command or on the Twitterverse at Cart Command, where I occasionally let you know when new shows drop. Yeah. But of course, the best way to know when we have a new show out is to subscribe to our feed as you would any other podcast that you like, because the show is usually out Wednesday, but sometimes Thursday morning. Yeah, hey, man, we try our best. but We it's... are dudes with real lives and real jobs beyond this <laughs> podcast. But you know what? We do love making this podcast. And it is actually due to the fine folks that give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command that they make this show possible because they're hard-earned dollars. They toss a little bit at us every month. And, yeah. well, it covers all the fees and hosting and that fun stuff that you don't think about. But we got to pay to make this show happen. Yeah, it's out there. It is, but, you know, luckily, it doesn't come out of our pockets, and as long as you guys keep paying for all those things, we will keep making this show. So thank you guys and gals all so very much. Thank you, thank you. And, as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game, game On! on. And who? Uh...